Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. are a heel You're as cuddly as a cactus and as charming as an eel Mr. Grinch You're a bad banana with a greasy black pea Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Little small town titans, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, on Wichita's number one talk. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find a link to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. That's the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates. According to a new Fairleigh Dickinson University poll, more Republicans, Trump supporters, and Hispanic Americans said they believe Christmas is under attack. A bunch of Grinches. Nearly 4 in 10 Americans surveyed said politicians are trying to remove the religious elements of the Christian holiday that commemorates the birth of Jesus. Joining us now to discuss the importance of the season is Raymond Arroyo. He is an internationally known, award-winning journalist, producer, and New York Times best-selling author. You, of course, will recognize him as a Fox News contributor, co-host of Fox Nation's Laura and Raymond, and editorial advisor of Fox's top-rated The Ingram Angle. Raymond, thank you for joining us this evening. Delighted to be with you, John. Thanks for having me. You know, you tweeted about this just this week, Raymond. A statue of the Virgin Mary was defaced at a shrine in D.C. on Tuesday. The the Christmas tree outside Fox News studios earlier this week was torched with arsonists, some guy who'd had a laundry list of, of criminal charges against him. You know, obviously these two crimes are unrelated, but is the message the same, or are we seeing a resurgence of the war on, on Christmas here, Raymond? Well, look, I, I, my, you know, I, in that tweet, I said, you know, look, these, 
these perps are unrelated. You know, the guy who defaced the Virgin Mary statue in D.C. and this homeless man who torched the tree at, at uh, you know, in front of Fox, they're unrelated. But the spirit driving them is the same. And um, there is something, there is a shadow around Christmas. And, you know, people talk about the war on Christmas. And, you know, I, my sense is, I had somebody ask me the other day, when did, when did this war on Christmas start? I said, well, I wrote a book called The Spider Who Saved Christmas. And in that book, in that picture book, it's the Holy Family on fleeing from Herod's soldiers who are trying to hunt down this child. So the war on Christmas started the minute worldly powers became aware that God became man or might have become man. And uh, that war has continued. But it's not a it's not a, a, a temporal war as much as it is a spiritual one. Yeah. And so there, there are signs that we see, you know, like these vandals and, and the, uh, you know, the growing secularization. You get, uh, you know, more reindeer and snowflakes than uh, nativity scenes. All of that is a reflection of the deeper war. But the war is internal. The war is spiritual, I think. And, um, and we don't often talk about that, that side of it, but it's important, certainly for our children and, and for the true meaning of this, this uh, uh, Advent season into Christmas. No, I think you're absolutely right. And it's also, I think, reflective of, of the culture, uh, of the political divide in this country. According to that poll, I mentioned 71% of those who say they voted for Trump in 2020 say there is a war on Christmas and culture compared with 14% of Biden supporters. And that right mm. there, I mean, what does that say about the political divide in this country that, you know, half the country basically just doesn't even see a cultural war, a, a, a war on Christmas? They don't even see it. They don't view well, it. Well, you see, people see it in terms, I never look at it as a political divide. Though, look, I've covered politics for almost 30 years. Um, I look at this as a cultural divide. Because I, I live in New Orleans, and we're a place where we have a Democratic governor who's pro-life and pro-Second Amendment. Uh, the people here are, are, you know, traditionally Democrats who tend to vote Republican. But um, politics is the last thing we kind of entertain here in New Orleans. You know, first we lead with, you know, where did you go to school? What's your parish? Who's your mama? And are you going to the Mardi Gras parade this weekend? I mean, those are the things that, that, that fill their lives. And I worry that the country has become so politically obsessed where politics is the leader. The reason that poll is showing up the way it is is not because Republicans are opposed to Democrats and Democrats to Republicans. It's because you have a huge swath of Americans, 71 percent of those who voted for Trump, who feel culturally estranged and don't see their sensibilities, their values reflected in the pop culture. That's what that tells you. Yes. So the answer is not necessarily some political upheaval. The answer is we need a more fair distribution of uh, sensibilities and values in the media, in no, the media landscape, in music and TV and film. That's where that is coming from. And anybody who's watched TV, even passively, uh, is aware of this, that it's, it's, it's becoming a narrower, rather than broadcasting, so much of this is narrow casting. Uh, to the point where, you know, you've got Broadway doing plays almost exclusively for one infinitesimal little group of people and cutting off the vast majority of people that once were their bread and butter, the tourists. You're absolutely right, Raymond. And how, how can you blame folks feeling, for lack of a better term, defensive 
at this time of year when you've got the government, the media, and the left that seems to be waging war on, for lack of a better well, term, traditional values. I'll, you know, as, as long as we're talking about faith, I'll, I'll go back to the, to the, the guy who made it all happen. Um, look, this is the coming of the Prince of Peace. God made man is what most Americans believe happened and happens anew every Christmas. Um, how did Jesus handle this? Well, he didn't come and become like Herod. He didn't come and adapt the tactics or the sensibilities or the stridency or the nastiness of Herod. I do worry that there are some, you know, albeit justifiably upset conservatives and traditional folks out there who think, well, to uh, engage and to be relevant, I'm going to match the tactics and the tenor of my opponents, those who hate me. That's a bad idea. So I'm not for, you know, this, this let's go Brandon thing and the, the uh, you know, the, the taking Christmas cards with, you know, a, a battery of artillery and cannons. Uh, I don't know how that helps anybody, <laughs> frankly. Uh, the, you know, this is kind of, these are kind of uh, stunt plays that um, are something that really is was coined by other political parties and, and, and folks that I thought these people were opposed to. But now you see they may have a lot more in common. So I'm confused by some of what we're seeing. I, I write it off as kind of a of cultural desperation. They don't know what to do. But here's what you should do. Here, I'm going to offer a positive solution. First of all, you've got to tell your story. If you feel your faith is under attack and someone's trying to, and I do think there are those who are trying to leech spirituality and the true meaning of Christmas and, and faith from the marketplace, that's, there's no doubt that that's underway. But the answer is not to kind of get craven and nasty. The answer is tell that good story. Get a group together and go sing Christmas carols in the neighborhood. Go, uh, you know, uh, 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 do a reading group at the public library or, or to a group of senior citizens. Uh, put on a little pageant for them. Find positive ways this Christmas to spread the good, the true, the beautiful, and not uh, collapse into the ugly, the narrow, and the bitter. That is not going to advance the message that you claim to be carrying. Or, or wish were more prevalent. And so I think we all have to kind of take a deep breath and um, find ways to make a positive contribution today that actually advances the good rather than confirms a false narrative that others are trying to create for you. Wow, and I think I, that's what's happening. No, frankly. and I don't know how to respond to that. I mean, it's such a, a good message, especially at a time when I think you're right. I think there are forces that are trying to divide trying to make it about uh, a war, for lack of a better term. You know, we've lost, uh, I was talking with a friend the other day, and we, we recently mm -hmm. lost uh, Senator Bob Dole here in Kansas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yep. Dole was such a statesman, and he had the ability to reach across the aisle, and there was a, a sense with him that you could still disagree without being disagreeable. And that no, no, I I knew I knew Bob Dole and okay, I interviewed so him several times and and uh, not only was he a statesman he was winsome um, he always had a kind of twinkle in his eye now look he could he was he was a political combatant oh sure over his agenda no doubt but he did not do it in a nasty way um, and more than that he was a, an American hero I mean he was a he was a, a vet who bore the 
the uh, wounds of that war in his body till his last days. Um, and, and, you know, you saw it often. I mean, you know, that, that, that right hand, I think it was his right hand, um, you know, was sort of clenched and he really didn't have full usage of that, that hand, um, and that arm, but, uh, an amazing man, a kind man. Uh, but that type of leadership, I, I'm sorry to say has been lost and we should rekindle it and rediscover it and, um, take the high road. Uh, Bob Dole, you know, I was thinking of this the other day. Hillary Clinton just did a master class. I did this earlier in the week on the Ingram angle. Um, Hillary Clinton just did a master class where she read her acceptance speech for the presidency in 2016. (laughs) This woman cannot let go of this loss. Whereas Bob Dole, after he lost the White House, uh, I remember interviewing him and and others have asked him, well, do you ever think of the loss and what might have been? And he used to say, well, no, I don't think about that. No, not at all. You move on. You got to look at the future. Future is what you have, not the past. It's like Stacey Abrams. She still thinks she won, too. (laughs) Yeah, this is what I mean. They're living in fantasy land. These are people living in fantasy land. Um, And we can't live in fantasy land. And I feel the same way about this whole war on Christmas thing. There are bad actors. There will always be people who hate this you know, notion, this faith, the idea of a child come as God, uh, that has been an aberrant idea to some from the very inception. Uh, but the way to combat that is not by adapting those tactics. And Bob Dole never did. He was such a gentleman, always, till his last days. Well, I know there's a supply chain crisis, but one thing folks will be able to forget for Christmas, you brought it up earlier, is your best-selling Christmas book, The Spider Who Saved Christmas. Can you tell us a little bit about it? I know it's available at uh, sophiainstitute.com, but can you tell us a little bit about it for my listeners that might be interested? Oh, yeah. No, it's a, you can go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble. In fact, I'm, I'm touring the country, finishing up the book tour between now and Christmas, and uh, hundreds and hundreds have come out. It's been amazing. And here's what I love, John. This is an ancient tale, and for anybody who's ever decorated their tree or seen a tree with tinsel in it. I thought tinsel was there to replicate icicles on the tree branches. It turns out I was wrong. Uh, about the, in the third or fourth century in Eastern Europe, there was a legend that Mary, Joseph, and Jesus are fleeing from Herod's soldiers. They're on the run to Egypt, and they hide in a cave in the Judean wilderness. And while in that cave, they cross paths with this spider. And though they are feared of her at first, she ends up doing them a great service that only she can. And I decided to turn this story, and it is a, it's an actual legend that's been around a long time, but this is where the, the tradition of tinsel on a tree originated. It's an homage to this story and the web that this spider uh, wove for the Christ child. And I won't ruin the story for you, but so many families have told me they've made it part of their Christmas tradition. And I get why. I understand why it's, it's touched so many hearts. Because at the heart of the story is, no matter how small your gift is, no matter how marginalized or um, abandoned you might feel, there is a gift that you've been given alone that you need to share. And that gift, if exercised properly, might change not only your life, but those all around you, and maybe history. And that's what happens to this little insignificant spider. In fact, uh, you know, when Joseph goes into the cave, he takes a swing at her with his staff, you know, trying to kill her, because who wants a big spider hanging around with your wife and kid in the room? Um, but, but, and Mary stops his hand and says, no, let her be. All are here for a reason. And that, 
That really is the through line of the story, and I think the through line of this season of Christmas. Well, Raymond, thank you again for joining us this evening. Again, the book is called The Spider Who Saved Christmas. It's available on Amazon. And if folks want to connect with you, obviously, they can see you on the Ingram Angle. They can follow you on Facebook. Uh, I follow you on Twitter at Raymond Arroyo on Twitter. They can find you on the web at RaymondArroyo.com as well, correct? You, you are right, John. Boy, you're good. I didn't have to do any of that. I'm so glad. <laughs> it's my job. Caught up and finally figured it all out. You're great. That's Thank why you. they pay me the big bucks. Thank you again for joining us, brother. Carry on the fight, my friend. Merry Christmas. Thank you, John. And Merry Christmas to all your listeners. We'll be taking your calls at 845, but coming up after the break, Representative Patrick Penn will update us on the Sedgwick County Redistricting Committee's recommended redistricting map. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 